0: Welcome to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts on the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please enjoy The Darker Side of Life with Heidi Hollis.
1: You are listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. (laughs) Welcome to my show. Remember, this show is all about you. So each week we come on here so we can hear about your stories, your concerns, and anything that you've experienced out of the ordinary, I welcome you to submit through my main website, which is heidihallis.com. The longer the email, the better. I want to be able to understand where you're coming from, how it made you feel, any questions or comments, or even advice that you'd like to give, because this is all about coming to terms for everyone. We are not about hoarding information. Information that gets stalled or stale doesn't grow. We need to grow so we can meet the challenges that come up in this paranormal world that we all find ourselves in the middle of. It's very paranormal, but it's also very normal. We don't have to put a title on something to say this fits here or that fits there this is a very liquid situation. And we just have to learn to get more comfortable with it. It's okay to have questions. It's okay to have doubts. It's okay to wonder. This life is a lot easier than we make it out to be. Because the human potential is a lot more powerful than we allow ourselves to even know. What am I talking about? Well, that's part of what I want to talk about today. I'm also going to be reading off some of your emails and stories of things that you've encountered out there and see if I could lend a little helping hand in trying to unveil some of the more peculiar things that go on in this world. And I also want to encourage you to connect with me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, it's all at one Heidi Hollis. So please connect with me, send me your comments, your messages. But again, if you want your story to be read here on the air, or if you want to be a guest on this show, you have to submit through my main website. Again, is HeidiHollis.com. All right, so I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about spirituality in the modern world. This is another side, this darker side of life that needs some light shed on it. Because the spiritual world gets ignored way too often. And when I'm talking about spirituality, I'm talking about how we see ourselves. What is moving this contraption that our body is? How are we getting along? Who is pulling the strings? A lot of people are just like, yeah, I don't get into that stuff. It's like, but hold on. Your consciousness is a stuff. (laughs) It is a thing. It is something. Why are we ignoring that part? Why do we have to go to sleep at night? Where does this me go? Where does this inner something go? I've known people who have felt, well, when I die or when I go to sleep, it just shuts off. That's it. There's some people that literally don't dream it's not something literally do not dream i met somebody like that once and turned out there was a really really unbelievable reason why they didn't dream they were going off planet but why wouldn't they remember that why can't they remember that they had to recall it under hypnosis Do we have like different compartments in our minds that allows us to be here in this world and not mix in what it is that we learned off planet or in this other dimension? Why? Why is that necessary? I could never understand that myself. And, you know, I guess I kind of developed my own philosophy over it. Because it's like, well, if I remembered 100% of what happened to me before this lifetime, or before this, or during that, that's not a real test. The real test is to see if I am truly a decent person without having all those memories saying, Ooh, this person's watching, or God's watching, or Jesus is watching. To see if we stand the test of time and just react and be and do, because that's just who I am as a decent person. I always feel like if people do something out of fear or a threat of something, that's not authentic. Is that really showcasing who you are if you're just behaving because you know this is going on? I think the real test is us having this uh, mystery going on. This, am I decent? And this is who I am. I'm going to take this step to the left or to the right. Because that is just me making that decision. I didn't feel a threat. I wasn't hoping for a reward either. And that's another big problem. A lot of people hope for a reward so they will do what it takes to get to that next level. Like this is a competition or something, and that competition is God's favor. I want to be on the good side of God. Well, of course we do, don't we? I think a lot of people do. But is it just purely out of that? motivation, then there's a problem if it is. We are to be reflecting our inner selves. And if your inner self is this really horrific person, that's just all about yourself and grabby grabby and building up a reputation and building up a fortune here and that's all it is to you. I say that person needs some better guidance. There are reasons why we feel this pull to try and find the spiritual guidance to be okay. Why do we feel like there's something we're missing? We come into this world and if your parents were one religion or another, you look in that direction. But then I find a lot of people, when they become adults... They really explore. They really go out and about or they just quit religion altogether because it was such torturous stuff. I had been there too. I had that. I didn't feel that sitting in a church was all where everything should be for me. I felt like things were missing. I had seen some things. I had experienced some things. I had this inner knowing that pulled me to want to explore my own way. And it happened to have big alien eyes behind it. And there were reasons for why that was. Why the aliens were looking back at me as I looked into them. And I wasn't abducted. I know for some reason people think, well, she talks about aliens a lot. Must have been abducted. I don't recall being abducted. If it comes out later, this is what happened. Hey, I'll talk about it. But right now, I don't know that I've been abducted. I do know, however, that I've had interactions with beings. And those beings were very spiritually minded and very aware of their being static among the stars. How about that? And being a problem when it comes to human beings not recognizing that they have souls. Now, why this is a problem. So you've got these beings, good and bad, that are so aware of their spirituality. They see that these bodies are just a husk of a car to get around in as they look at us doubting what we're capable of. Now, if they are like predators, who has the upper hand? They're like, wow, these slugs don't even get it well, let me just go and kind of punch my fist in through their body and mess with their souls a little bit. Do you know that people are not always physically abducted? Sometimes just their inner selves are taken. Sometimes their bodies are replaced. Isn't that crazy? It sounds like it. I mean, why would these beings from another place have this kind of know how? Why would they mess with matters of the soul? I used to think they have no business in that. They don't. And you know what? They really shouldn't. But these things have the power to do what they can to us. Because we have felt like we've lost our power. So we don't even acknowledge our souls to be there. So we're getting manipulated. That is a problem. And it's a very scary problem. Step in hat man, for instance, shadow people. Well, this slug is not even acknowledging that they have a soul. I'm just going to poke my finger in there and have a look. And from the stories that you've heard me speak of here. They have done just that, unfortunately. We have got to understand the basics first. We can't leave this topic out of our lives to say, well, I've seen UFOs, that's more believable. I've seen aliens, that's more believable. I was in that category, but I had to step up my game because I noticed these things that are so-called solid alien beings walked through the walls, okay, or looked partially invisible or fully invisible, but their presence was very, very, there I was very aware of them and they were very aware of me there is a battle going on we have got to get over this inner battle first take the steps that are needed to acknowledge who you are as a full human being we are not just flesh and bones Places don't just become haunted just because. Because when this flesh and bone drop to the ground and into the dirt, the inner self comes out. And if you're not acknowledging it and building it up in this lifetime, something comes along and grabs that inner you and enslaves you and traps you. Yes. I'm talking about the shadow people in Hat Man this is what they're doing and I'll go more into that when we come back you guys, you are listening to The Darker Side of Life with me Heidi Hollis on the iHeartRadio at Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast
2: Network we'll be right back Don't go anywhere there's more Heidi Hollis coming right up
3: This is it your moment
1: Did you know that tests that could save your life from cancer are now available for little or no cost, thanks to the healthcare law called the Affordable Care Act? Let this be the year you get screening tests that can help detect cancer early when it's most treatable. Don't let concerns get in your way. Talk to a doctor or other medical professional to learn more about the best cancer testing options for you.
2: And now back to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network, and The Darker Side of Life.
1: Welcome back. You are listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. (laughs) Please be sure to go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com, and share your stories about anything out of the ordinary that you've experienced that you'd like me to share here on the show, to give advice, or just express yourself. Also, please find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at one Heidi Hollis. Now, just before the break, I was talking about matters of the soul, spirituality as a whole, and realizing the full human potential and what it's all about and why that's important, especially in the face of negative things that are taking advantage of us that know we are hardly acknowledging we have souls. There's a major problem with that. And you know what really upsets me is when people unfortunately lose someone or they meet with their own demise, knowing that they've been diagnosed with something that's horrific. And it's then that they have those moments of clarity, like, whoa, where am I going? Where did my loved one go? What happened to them? and why. That's when suddenly I hear of a lot of bended knees cracking and going to the ground to pray and hope that there is a bigger something out there. Like, it's suddenly a rush to try to understand this element that they were taught as kids or some people, unfortunately, weren't taught at all, which is really sad to me. And people just try to seek it and pray and like I've got to find that one thing. I've got to find that one thing that pushes this button to understand the soul and where it went or my soul and where it's going. Now, imagine you're dealing with this type of thing. You've got diagnosed with a horrible disease or, or whatever it is. Or say you're sitting there playing with your buddy and playing video games and he leaves your house and he gets into a fatal car accident. Or how about, unfortunately, you lose your kid to some kind of horrible illness. Where are we going? Why are we going? How can we build this tolerance up to understand and be willing to understand? Because I'm finding we are so entertained with our phones With our televisions, with our binge-watching abilities, video games, virtual reality, there's so many different ways that we keep our minds off from who we are. And as we're entertained and twiddling our thumbs doing these things, something has crept up behind you. It may even tap you on the shoulder, but you probably won't believe your own eyes. Or perhaps it's flying in the sky. But you probably think it's just CGI. Especially if you see it online, right? Blows my mind how often people tell me I was certain my eyes were playing tricks on me. But those are the same eyes you use to go back and forth to work every day. So are you sure you're questioning yourself that bad? But yes, people do. What does it take for us to understand this world is a shifting, growing world and it always has been. There have been ancient civilizations that have left ruins that we can't build today. How did that happen? We had technologies for a very long time. We had understandings of other things. We have been able to study some of these ruins and ancient texts to see that they had some very, very fascinating habits and rituals that must have had a good turnout for them to continue for as long as they did and to be able to achieve what they did. But then knowledge got lost. Yeah, there's rumors that they destroyed themselves, right? Because How could this knowledge get lost? How's that possible? We have to learn from our mistakes. We can't let ourselves get bigger than where we're at, right? We have to be able to figure out who we are first. And notice that things have changed on this planet several times over. We do have visitors coming and going. And it's been written of even on cave wall paintings. Are we really questioning our own eyes and perception to see UFOs and alien creatures have been drawn on cave walls? (laughs) Blows my mind. But I have seen for myself through many people who question their being UFOs and say, well, I won't believe it till the government says it exists. And then to have that person witness a major UFO, come and tell me about it, be so amazed about it, but then don't believe their own eyes. Well, yeah, I still want to wait to see if the government says this is true. <laughs> I just don't get it. How? How? How is this possible? Have the powers that be that sit in suits behind desks really got into your head that big and bad that you can't take in these perceptions for yourself. I don't understand it. If I drop my drink on my carpet and it turns blue, I am not going to call somebody behind a desk and say, hey, 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 um... I had this blue slushy, and it fell. And I'm pretty sure the carpet is stained blue. Can you tell me if I'm understanding this correctly? I mean, how ridiculous does that sound? Why would I wait for the person behind the desk to take it in and take my report? (laughs) Take my report and say, you know, you might have something there, Heidi. They probably won't ever get back to me. Because guess what? Others have dropped blue slushies on their carpet too And they know darn well I stained my carpet blue You get me? We have got to trust ourselves We got to trust our neighbors We got to trust our friends and our family So many times people write me from uh, the other side of the planet And they can't tell the people next to them out of fear of ridicule Or they're depressed They fought for their lives in the middle of the night And woke up to the person next to them who doubted them. Because it's happened before. So why tell them the next one? Or why tell them the first one? Because they know this person will make fun of them. They know they won't take them serious. What kind of burden is that? It's horrific. We've got to do better. We've got to acknowledge the secret war. There is this battle and I'm really, really stressed personally because I see the front coming this way and it's smothering and dominating people to an extent that I am just one person and all I can do is give out the warnings again. Prepare yourselves, troops. Batten down the hatches. Learn to hold your breath. But instead, I'd rather have people rise up from the trenches, grab their battle gear, and own who they are and where they stand. Because you know what? You gotta wonder, why is the enemy approaching me to begin with? Because we have something they want and don't have. Is it just the land? Well, sure. Why does any colonist come? They want the land. They want the power. They want to say they own this stuff. But we are so very different than anything out there. Because look at these different elements that we have that make us who we are. We laugh. We cry. We paint. We create. We build. We dig. We explore. We wonder. There's so many different steps to who we are and. We see these crafts, we hear these stories of these beings and how they kind of methodically go and they do these horrible things to people and then they teach them how to do certain things and it's just round and round they go, I have never heard of laughter among these abducting, abusive beings. I've never heard of such a thing. There are more positive beings out there who have a sense of humor and do certain things, but not these oppressive ones, not these depressive ones. I've heard of Hat Man laughing when he sees terror in people's eyes. Isn't that sick? Absolutely. We are being enslaved and abused. And we need to realize that we have captors. And until we realize that, will we ever get together and rise up against it? It's so extremely important. And I Ask everyone out there. Look within. Try to figure out what makes you who you are before a catastrophe hits your family or friends or yourself. Don't wonder at the last minute, like, what is this? What is this life all about? Why, why am I here? Who am I? Why is there a demon at my door? Why are aliens abducting me? Why did I see an orb Humans are so complicated and so magnificent and so very awesome. And when you realize it, we will rise, we will grow, we will expand, and we will conquer. But we have to pull together. And we have to step away from some of these entertaining technologies that take our creativity away, that take our wonderings away. We're allowing one creator of that video game to possess your mind and keep you locked in you know it's true or the binge watching one writer created that and you're locked in break free and let's grow all right everybody you are listening to the darker side of life with me heidi hollis on the iheart radio and coast to coast am paranormal podcast network and we'll be right back
3: this is it
2: Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
4: Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. The Girlfriends. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Hey, the Coast to Coast Coast AM AM, YouTube YouTube channel is waiting for you now. Go to to coasttocoastam.com for more information. At paranormaldate.com, you meet the most fantastic people.
4: Hi, I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Jennifer. What brings you here? Yeah,
5: I'm here to meet someone who understands me. How so? Well, I'm into UFOs, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, the paranormal, that kind of stuff. But can't seem to find anyone who gets
4: it. Oh, well, um, nice to meet you, Tom. I, I gotta go.
5: Uh, okay. Guess that's not your cup of tea. You sure?
4: Very. Good luck with that i can't meet anyone when i'm out and i
5: really can't find a website for my unique interests what is one to do have you thought about paranormaldate.com para what dot what who are you i'm a paranormal matchmaker and it's paranormaldate.com it's a website for people looking for people like them stuff you like remember interesting Uh, i'll give it a try well let's try this again
1: Uh, hi
2: i'm tom Hey, I'm Deb. Your profile on ParanormalDate.com looked very interesting. So you really saw a UFO? Well,
5: yeah. It was so intense, but not as intense as meeting you.
2: You're an alien chasing flirt, but I kind of like it.
5: Wow. This ParanormalDate.com thing really works. Maybe ParanormalDate.com is for you. People with an interest in things they hear on George's show find their match daily. So if you're looking for that special someone... With an interest in UFOs, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and, of course, the paranormal. Come to the dating site inspired by George Norrie. It's always free to search, and if you decide to upgrade to our amazing new features, use promo code GEORGE for a great discount. Paranormaldate.com. You are not alone.
0: And now more Heidi Hollis on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.
1: Welcome back. You are listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio Radio and Coast to Coast and Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> now getting to some of the emails that have been sent to me through my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com, finally got something a little bit different. I like taking on different challenges because the work that I do, the things that I write, they don't all surround around shadow people and Hatman. So many layers so many layers that we have to go through to get to the right answers. And this person writes me with a very interesting situation that I think a lot of us experience. And I want to remind you all, please send your comments, your questions, your stories through heidihallis.com. And if you'd like to be a guest, indicate that and uh, I may surprise you and get in touch. All right. So this email says, Dear Heidi, I have a question, and I'm hoping you have some leads on where I can find and learn more about it. What is the phenomenon where, for example, you think about your grandma while you're driving in an area you've never been, and then a few minutes later, you see the same street name her house was on or the name of the town she last lived in. These types of things happen to me often. But I was hit with three of these yesterday, which really got my attention. First, my friend was joking about peacocks. And later that night, another unrelated friend posted about a peacock. (laughs) Also, I made a joke on Facebook about the film Free Willy. And another friend in real life mentioned the film just hours later. Finally, the night before last, I asked my son if he wanted to watch The Wizard of Oz sometime while we were snuggling in bed. Then yesterday, my friend posted that she was watching it with her daughter. These seem to come once in a while or in bursts like yesterday. I call them matrix moments, (laughs) which are proof that there's some glitches in the system And that there actually is a system. Thanks for reading this and letting me know if there's any more I can discover about this. Well, I have to tell you, that is something that uh, I call and a lot of people call synchronicities. This world seems to be loaded with them. And I love when we pay attention and we're like, come on now. This is not just a coincidence any longer, especially like you said, to have so many happen in a row. Personally, when I get stuff like that, I feel like it's telling me I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Especially when it comes to a déjà vu, but this is different than a déjà vu. This is outright like why was I paying attention to the clock? And then you realize it's 11:11. You know that one, right? These odd things or a friend comes to your mind and you haven't spoke to them in maybe weeks or years, and all of a sudden they're sending you an email or they're calling you. What on earth is going on here? To me, it also shows that we're connected. We're indicating in our lives that I need you right now at this moment. And you know where I first heard of this being addressed was in that book by James Redfield called The Celestine Prophecies. That book series talks about, like, when somebody comes to mind, you're supposed to call them. There's a reason that they're popping up or why you saw that street name or there's a reason to it. You could take it in for whatever it is that you feel works best for you to try to interpret it. But there are patterns. But that just goes to show we're kind of living in a magical world, isn't it? Like you said, those matrix moments that lets you know there is a system. (laughs) But why do we give credit to it being something like a computer program? The human condition is so magnificent and is so multi layered. We dream that we did something and then the next day it happens. This is what I find to be so intriguing and so very cool about being human. Because we really can do other things. But when will we actually initiate or seek it and meditate or pray about it and dig, 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 acknowledge that little soul nugget that's in you. (laughs) Try to feed it and grow it. It's like anything you work a muscle and suddenly it pops out and it's defined and noticeable and looks good in a tight shirt. (laughs) Just kidding. But honestly, If we take these types of things more serious and get to wondering, why give credit to just one writer? Oh, it's the Matrix. I think that writer knew that this world was really fascinating and there was something else going on, but attributed it to a computer program. But I like to attribute it to us. I like to say that these layers that give us hints along the way. Oh my gosh, just go for it. I like to pause personally, when I get those moments and go, "Ooh, (laughs) this is neat. What is this about? And if there's like things going on around me, I I, I, like, I'll pause and I'll say, shh, give me a second, give me a second. I'm taking it in. I really want to know why this moment? Why that sign? why this or why that? It helps me grow. And it gives me goosebumps even thinking about it because that reflection inwards helps me reach outward. There's books on this. There's some conversation on this. And then sometimes there seems to be a competition about it as well. Have you ever been in those situations where you go to share like, I had the coolest thing just happen and you're like all excited and you're almost jumping up and down like, and and, and it's something esoteric or an out of body or something And, 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 and you're going and you're going and the person cuts you off to say well me too, me too, me too. I've done that too. That's nothing special. Me too. Well, great. Join in the conversation instead of cutting it down, or stopping the momentum stopping the knowledge being shared, if you, me, too, that grow with it. Because when there's two people that can relate on something so cool like that, it expands. And we need to expand right now, people. It seems this show is all about expanding, bringing the darker side of life into the light. It is so needed. So when we have these moments, open up the door. Say, wow, do you know earlier today, I went down the same street that grandma lived on? And then I saw this and then I saw that, or whatever the situation is. It's so very cool. And engage in the conversation. If you've experienced it too, we got two people. And guess what? If a third person walks in the room and says, hey, what are you guys talking about? Bring them in on it. See what they think about it. If they shun it and say, oh, you guys are nuts, I bet you any money that person has a secret or two themselves, they just don't want to share because they learned to block it out. Why make that effort to block it out? (laughs) It's so much easier to just be honest. And if you want to laugh about what took place, laugh about it. But still know that it happened. Don't just trust the wizards. That's what I call them, the wizards, the people who collected information or who were supported as they went to learn about things and then kept the knowledge to themselves. Don't let them be the ones sitting behind the desk telling you, well, that ain't so, or yes, it is so, or just a little bit this way or a little bit that way. Have you ever gone to where the wizards live? It's not that exciting. (laughs) They don't have that much more knowledge than you. It's just they trust themselves more. We all have the ability to be a wizard. But let's be sharing and caring wizards, shall we? I mean, why hold these things to ourselves? I don't understand it. What's the worst that can happen? Somebody will laugh? I've been laughed at for lesser things. And I'll laugh right along with them like, yeah, I know it sounds crazy, but it's the truth. Just put it that way. Yeah, I know that's nuts. A demon came in, but it's true. Yeah, I know it's crazy that I saw a robotic toy clown, but it's true. Yes, I saw Jesus, and yes, this happened to me, and yes, I was healed and it's true. These are all the things that make me up. And you know what? I used to think, is this really so far out there? Are there really so few people who experience all of these things? I'm not that different. There are others out there, and I have met them. But it's usually at the corner of the bookstore if I'm there signing books or off to the side or a a little email that was sent to me on the whim saying I don't know why I'm writing you this but we have got to stop with that let's just be let's be humans let's laugh let's treat these topics like we treat any other topic As humanly flawed as possible because that's what makes it fun so when it comes to this email I am really ecstatic that you took the time to write about it because people need to realize yeah this happens to a lot of us let's keep it coming let's keep it rolling (laughs) let's expand upon these topics and chat more now this person who wrote me later wrote me another fascinating element to their life story. It doesn't just end there. So when we come back, I'll read the next email. You are listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.
5: Don't go anywhere. There's more of The Darker Side of Life coming right up.
4: Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season 2 of The Girlfriends, our lost sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: It's a four. <laughs> oh,
5: The Art Bell Vault has classic audio waiting for you now. Go to -to coasttocoastam.com for details.
0: And now more Heidi Hollis on the iHeartRadio
2: and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.
1: Welcome back. You are listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Remember to go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com, so you could send your comments, your questions, right on over to me. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please indicate that right there in your email. Now, just before the break, I shared a very unique email from the same person, Nina. And Nina sent me another email about another instance of something a lot less positive. And this says, Dear Heidi. So we have shadow people again. My 14 year old who saw them years ago, they're back, and he cannot sleep at night. And very early this morning, my partner told me he saw a black shadow figure go by the front door while he was inside, making no sound. He went to see who was there and there was no one. He said he has also seen shadows in the music studio lately. I got a funny feeling and asked if the figure who walked past the door was wearing a hat. And my partner said, yes, a fedora. And he must have been at least six feet tall in a raincoat. He is my new partner, so he doesn't know about my son's experience when he was younger while being bombarded with aggressive shadow people nightly. And he has never heard of Hatman. Last time you helped me with a blessing to say while cleansing the house and it helped. Can you tell me what that blessing was again? Then she says, yikes, I'm letting him stay up at night and sleep during the day until we get this sorted. Not a big deal since we are veteran homeschoolers. We have had paranormal experiences before that I have had that were harmless. And I grew up with a lot of it. But apparently, it runs in the family. However, this thing is not harmless. And we need to clear it now. Thank you. Nina. Wow. You see how that happens? Her partner had not heard of the name Hat Man before. And she seems to potentially interchangeably use Shadow People and Hat Man here, but I'm not certain. So many people have told me, well, perhaps because you put that out there, people are saying ooh, it's Hat Man. No. No, it's really the other way around. For years I didn't want to take a step forward about this Hat Man being because he was so much darker and so much more sinister and the things that he was saying and doing let me know that he was not just a shadow being, but he was something much, much worse. He is making himself known without any introduction from me, and people are still stunned to know there is anything out there similar to other people's experiences. Now, I'm sorry to hear that this is returning your life. This is. A pattern of shadow people and of hat man, believe it or not, that you may clear him out. Everything's good. All is well. And then he rears his ugly head again, trying to get in the door. Now you said that he was outside of the door, making no sound, I believe. So that's good. He's not in just yet, but he's close. And you don't want that. One of the things that I tell people when Hatman is showing up, he's probably the biggest, baddest meanie out there, okay? So if he's showing up, he means business. And if he's something that has been a recurring problem like he was in the past, that tells me something special about your son that he wants to control. People think, "Oh gosh, must have done something horrible or maybe somebody cursed him or maybe this or maybe that." Those other things are possibilities, yes, but for the most part, I find people who are gifted, he really targets. That human potential thing I've been talking about this whole episode, he really goes after people who have big human potential. People who could warn the next person to say, "Look out." something standing behind you or wow, I feel strange about this situation. Let's not go for that drive. That extra sense, that insight. He likes to get his hands on that person and make them question themselves, doubt themselves and get wrapped up into this big funnel of fear that he emits and puts out there. It's disgusting. And I'm sorry, Nina, that this has happened to you again. I wish I could say I remember your story from several years ago, but I've been doing this for such a long time. The stories start to blend anymore because it does become repetitive. The evil is so consistently awful. It breaks my heart. And uh, I really, really hate to hear when he goes after children because children are innocent. The adults that reach out to me say, well, it's probably because of something I did, so I must have deserved this at some point or something. Not always, more often than not, it is not the case The children, he really tries to get them young so he can cause the most harm in getting them to doubt themselves, to have them become addicts or depressed and start this downward spiral pattern that is so limiting to the soul because we can be our worst critics right and when you make that dent in a child it's so easy he's quite the coward in going after children like this and then imagine that kid begging to tell their parents please this is real take me serious luckily nina is not typical she took her kids serious and took charge and reached out and dealt with the problem. But a lot of kids are not so lucky. And I was one of those kids and my siblings. We witnessed and dealt with things that were horrific. As my stepmother and dad kind of left it alone for the most part, my stepmother did so out of fear while my dad did so out of trying to look tough. I learned later, but took some time to learn that part. He essentially said if I showed fear, how would you kids be able to handle it, which is true. If your dad is quaking in his boots. (laughs) Yeah, that would be hard. But Nina, you mentioned the blessing that I indicated to you and I sent it to you again in an email. But I want to go over that here quickly for those who are listening. There's a simple blessing that I personally do and I recommend for anybody who wants to get rid of anything lingering in their house that was not invited because some people do invite these things and want it there and they contact me just hoping I want to write a book about whatever it is they're experiencing and I'm like, whoa, let's deal with getting rid of it first versus trying to prove its existence because I'm already a believer I don't need to have proof, and I've got enough writing projects on my plate, personally. But this blessing is about clearing the space in your home so you can rest your head, because these evil things like to come when your guard is down. All right, so if you have a two-story home with a basement, you start this in the basement. If you don't have a basement, start it on the second floor. Or if it's just one-floor home, then this is easier. So you go to the furthest room from the door of that floor. And when you're in that furthest room, you find the furthest corner from the door of that room. And then you have spring water or holy water. And I usually let my spring water sit in the light for a couple of hours. And then I use my cross necklace and I dip my cross necklace into the water And I use my finger to kind of make the sign of the cross and, and I make sure I get a little bit wet on the wall. And I say something brief, like in Jesus name, keep all negative things out. I do each corner, I do each window, and I do the space in between each corner. If there's a closet, I open up the door to the closet and I do each corner and I close the closet door and I bless that door. I seal it shut. Then I do the center of the room. And while I'm doing this, the door is open. And then I go out the door and then I close it and I seal it with the same blessing. I bless the hallway on my way to the next room and I repeat furthest corner from the door, each corner, each window until I've got every single floor done. So again, do the basement first, second floor, and then main floor. When you're at the main door to your home, You open up the door after you've done all the blessings and all the corners and every cupboard, mind you, have the main door open. And everybody that lives in the home should really participate in this. And not everybody does that. But if you just have a room in the home, then just bless your room. Or if you want to do the house yourself, do so. But the other people may still have problems going on. When the door is open, you all say a prayer in Jesus name, blah, blah, blah. Not welcome close the door and seal it. Freestyle your prayer and address whatever it is to be gone. And then I keep my necklace on, so I keep my prayer with me wherever I go, because, hello, I talk about demons and the devil, so I gotta keep that extra blessing with me. And trust me, this does work. It gets him out. You might have nightmares after this, but that's just him scratching the surface, trying to find a way in. It's okay. And if anything should happen again, like this situation for Nina... (laughs) repeat and it works all right everybody we've come to the bottom of another program i hope that you enjoyed it remember to reach out at heidihollis.com and you've been listening to the darker side of life with me heidi hollis on the iheart radio and coast to coast am paranormal podcast network and we'll catch you next time goodbye everybody
2: Well, if you like this episode of The Darker Side of Life, wait till you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.